for James. He's got it. Coming to the end of the third quarter. LeBron James, a shot in history. Well, he did it. The NBA's all-time scoring record. Your king and mine, LeBron James, passes Kareem Abdul-Jabbar at home. As I assume the Lakers beat the Thunder, no one cared. It led to, I think, like a 20-something minute delay. Everybody celebrated, I guess. And he's the all-time leading scorer. NBA history, fifth all-time in points per game, number one in... NBA Finals appearances. I think he has four championships, which is pretty good. Two behind Michael, one behind Kobe, and a thousand behind Bill Bill Russell. Uh, he did take the mic after scoring it. Obviously, um, here's just a short clip of that. Fuck, man! Thank you, guys. <laughs> one more time. That's pretty cool. Fuck, man! Thank you, guys. Um, I don't know how I feel about the mic thing on during, but I guess it's a historic moment. Like this is, hasn't happened ever. Like Kareem broke it like a thousand years ago. It seems like he was a Laker, but halfway through his, through Kareem's career, the three point line came into the game. So you can't, it's not apples to apples, but it is pretty amazing. I mean, he just scores 25 to 35 points every single game for like 20 years. Kind of crazy. Congratulations to LeBron James. It is controversial Wednesday. I have a couple things. The first thing I want to start out with is if you dig deep enough on Super Bowl week, you'll find out stuff about this. You won't hear a lot about it, but it is a thing. Sex trafficking at the Super Bowl it is the, like one of the largest sex trafficking events uh, annually. The numbers are staggering. I don't have them. Uh, because a lot of people don't report this. They don't want to talk about it. The NFL doesn't want you to be like, oh, sex trafficking. Yeah, but it's a huge deal. So learn the signs, especially if you're around the area or in airports this weekend at all. A lot of it is it is a it is an underground bazaar for buying and selling human beings. So learn the signs. Figure it out. Help out a little bit if you can. That would be really great. <laughs> Obviously, uh, nobody talks about it, which is a huge part of the problem. I think pedophilia... And sex trafficking are human trafficking are kind of stigmatized in a way that people like don't want that on their news. Like, oh, it's a celebration of happiness. Like, no, rich people, government officials, famous people, cops—they're all buying and selling people. Um, it's very dirty. The number, like, what actually happens is absurd. I've I've seen some TikToks on it. I've read some tweets, but I'm not going to report anything else. Just like learn the signs. You're going to read about that. It is just absolutely heartbreaking kind of shit. So pay pay attention. Learn the signs. Okay, number two, there was a guy who did a free climb in Phoenix yesterday um, of, like, I guess, one of the tallest buildings in Phoenix, and I assume he did it either for attention or awareness. I'm, my guess is both. Um, he kind of scaled the wall. I, I think he's kind of a jerk-off. I mean, look at this guy. This is That's how he climbed the building. Look at it. That's how we look at us climbing this building. If you're watching, you can turn your phone sideways on uh, Spotify or watch on YouTube. Links are wherever they need to be so that you can find the YouTube channel. Look at this. So Phoenix had to shut things down and get like stuff ready for him to fall. He didn't. He made it all the way to the top. He's going to be fine. I don't know the repercussions, but 
I kind of hope he goes to prison. Like, what, an, what a jerk off. Okay, so controversial Wednesday. I said I have some stories. I do. Let's start with this one. I don't think cheerleading is a sport. I don't care who disagrees with me. I really don't. I don't think it's a sport. It has been ruled not a sport by several judges, including one in West Virginia, where she cited, the judge cited, uh, not having a schedule was part of the deal. I mean, if you're, they don't, like, they cheer, and then they have, like, a competition, which is nice, but they don't, like, tour. It's, it's not like a, they don't go to various meets and things. Like, gymnastics has meets. Wrestling has meets. Cheerleading, cheers. And then... Whatever. So the the St. John's cheerleading team protested a game of basketball where they refused to cheer because their school neglected to post them in a social media post honoring women athletes so, or women's sport. It's like National Women's Sports Day. This is a semantics protest. It's National Women's Sports Day, and they didn't put the cheerleading team on Sports Day. So they just here's oh, look at this. They just stood there. They were just like, nah, we are women in sports. Ooh. And this is about an Instagram post, so I can't decide. So are they women in sports? Yes. Is cheerleading a sport? No. Is an Instagram post worth getting this mad about? No. No. But here they are. Um, this, the, the real thing that's happening here is that they did this. They got the attention that they wanted. Here's the lady in her um, shirt that says, we are women in sports. So they got the attention they want. But if you do something like this, you're just going to have a bunch of assholes like me being like, cheerleading is not a sport. I don't know. I thought that it would have been a what's my chair stuck on. What the hell is going on? I thought that it would have been smarter to just like make a snide comment, but making this a story kind of just points everyone be like, hey, uh, cheerleading is not a sport. Okay, so we have my favorite controversy of the week. Um, let's go to Iowa football. The University of Iowa, which, by the way, had a worse offense this year than it did like in 1927 in terms of points per game. That's a true fact. The offensive coordinator is this guy named Brian Ferentz. Kirk Ferentz is, I think, the second or first longest tenured head coach in college football. The only people that could possibly be tenured longer than him are Saban at the University of Alabama and Kyle Whittingham at the University of Utah. These are elite, elite coaches. Like, Iowa, Utah, always good. Alabama, you might have heard of, always good. Yeah, they have extreme stability. They amended the contract of Brian Ferentz, the offensive coordinator, to include performance enhancements. Um, this is Stuart Mandel. I don't know what his job is, but I'm sure he's verified, so probably some sort of sports writer. Iowa has amended Brian Ferentz's contract to be more incentive-based. Look at these dot, 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 ambitious goals. Let's read them. They fit on the screen? Not quite. Oh, no, I have to sneeze. Iowa announces Brian Ferentz's contract amendments. University of Iowa offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach Brian Ferentz has signed an amended contract for the 2023 season with financial incentives based on designated performance objectives. Would you like to know what they are? The contract amendments include a salary of $850,000 effective February 1st of this year. The designated performance objectives for 2023 include an average of at least 25 points per game and a minimum of seven wins, including a regular season and a bowl game. So literally not sucking. He gets paid more money 
if all the offense does is not suck. Do some crack, crackerjack reporting by Stuart Mandel. Googling what college football scores are. 85 FBS teams scored at least 25 points per game last season. 85. So the bar for, for, for Kirk Ferentz's kid, who is ruining Iowa football, is in the top two-thirds. Like, their goal is to be in the top two-thirds of offense. He is ruining Iowa football. $50,000 pay cut, so they reduce his pay cut. He has a one-year contract, but if Iowa averages 25 points per game and goes 7-6, and six, the coach's kid will get a $112,000 bonus and a new two-year contract. This is insane. Now, Kirk Ferentz is a Hall of Fame head coach. He will ruin his legacy at Iowa. It is time to fire the boy. Iowa football is a joke now. If they don't do this, if they don't win 10 games this year, about 10, 9, if they don't win 9 games this year, this is a disaster. Because the next step is for recruits to be like, oh, I'm actually good, dog. I don't really want to go do that shit with you guys. That is absurdity to me. If you wake up in the morning and F-bomb is trending on Twitter, it was that LeBron James clip I showed you. little FYI. And an update on Manchester City Football Club. They knew this was coming. <sighs> they have this great quote. I'm trying to find it here. Um, this is reporting from the Wall Street Journal. I'll bring it up on your screen right there. Caldoun said, I forget who Caldoun is. I think it's the, the uh, chair of the team, like the, the executive chairman, said he would rather spend $30 million on the 50 best lawyers in the world to sue them for the next 10 years. City lawyer Simon Cliff wrote in an internal note that surfaced through a scandal known as football leaks. Football is like WikiLeaks, but football leaks. Uh, everybody's doing this. They're just cooking the books and spending more money than they're supposed to. Um, the reason that Premier League wants to crack down on this, and you're like, well... They don't have a salary cap. Yes, but what they could do is have, make so much money from Manchester City, the football club. They spend money, they make money, but then they could just pull their investment, at which point the team, as an asset, just becomes a giant mess because they can't recuperate their investment for players when they're there. They could ruin a football club. So, like, okay, we've got to protect them from themselves. Also, they do want it to be competitive. There are restrictions on spending and how much you can spend and whatever. It's not a salary cap, and if you care more financially... But if you care, like, let's just say the maximum amount financially. You want to spend whatever it takes. There are also like four or five other clubs in England and about 10 other clubs in the world that will also do that. And one of those should not have an advantage over the other. That's the theory. But they're not alone. They obviously violated statutes uh, back in 2020. But the statute of limitations, according to UEFA, the second dirtiest organization in professional soccer, um... According to UEFA, the statute of limitations uh, had expired. So they didn't get in trouble. But now they are settling in for an insane battle that could cost them a lot. My take on the situation is that nothing will come of this. Uh, they are too important. They are too famous. That Holland guy is too good. State of the Union last night, everybody talking about uh, Mrs. First Lady kissing someone who is not her husband. That's the highlight of the show, apparently. Um, <sighs> State of the Union used to be something that was important, and now I just don't think that it is. Broncos head coach Sean Payton allegedly... 
took the Denver Broncos job in spite of Russell Wilson, meaning like, I don't need Russ. He also turned down the Cardinals job because of Kyler Murray. This is according to Tom Rock underscore Newsday, who is citing a conversation he had with Terry Bradshaw. So I don't know. It's Super Bowl Media Week. Uh, a lot of stuff coming out. The Wall Street Journal doing some more Cracker Jack reporting. The Kelsey brothers playing each other in the Super Bowl. They reported what the, those parents fed them kids. Got to read that. Maybe we'll do that tomorrow. On Friday, we're going to do my favorite prop bets and actual bets. I think we're going to just do a gambling preview and a storyline preview. It's a Super Bowl preview on Friday. Get you ready for the weekend. All right. Back and better than ever tomorrow. Tomorrow.